Welcome to Pontoon Runners Off-Road, your home for all the latest club news and views. I'm Paul. I'm Laura. Okay, hi everyone. Hi Laura. Hello. How are we doing? Really good. How are you? I'm alright. It's Thursday night. It's not a Tuesday. It's Thursday, Thursday. night at Twin Farms. And we're just catching up because we've not seen each other for a bit. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, working. <laughs> oh, I'm not working again. Working yeah. again and... Apart from the Park Run Challenge on Saturday, haven't run, so I missed the Christmas handicap yesterday. I'm totally gutted about that. I know. So it was a really good turnout. I know. Um, but Park Run Challenge was really good on Saturday, and there was a curveball at the very last moment because of the icy weather. Paul said that it was a free run. A freebie, yeah. What does that mean then? You just so pick any park run, basically. Yeah, yeah. Pick any park run, you've just got to get a PB. And what was really nice was because me and Esme were kind of vying for pole position, we both went to Gibbs side um, and we both got PBs. Oh, well done. Yeah. Excellent. Given the bad conditions. Yeah. But yeah, that was it was really nice. It was just a small group of us. I, I don't know how it got on at Town Moor, though. Well, it was on and there's a few people went, but I didn't go because I've, I've had a bad cold for like quite a while now. It's got on my chest now, so I'm not running because I'm too weak. Oh. I'm like a kitten, a newborn <laughs> like a kitten, kitten. <laughs> got no no kind of strength at all. So I'm just keeping off it now because I want to get I want to be ready for a breast monkey now. Yes. I'm a bit worried about that. So it's not worth it. no, I'm just not ready to run. So I missed last night as well yeah. the 5k handcuff, which was a real shame because I wanted to be there and be part of it. Yeah, uh, which it's is a shame, a isn't it? Really good event. I love the Christmas handicap. But then you were working last night, so you didn't yeah. do it because of that, were you? So yeah. yeah. Um, oh, just going back to Park Run oh, yeah. on Saturday, yeah. it was Chris Kenyon's 200. Oh, well done, Chris. Yeah. And it was, somebody else got 100. I think it was Matty. Matty Bell. Matty Bell. Yeah. It's taken about 12 years, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, Matty, now Matty was going to come tonight, yeah, but, he was. but he he's going to get a bit of ribbon because he hasn't made it. So if you're not here, you can't defend yourself if you're going to get taken the mickey out of it. So that'll teach you, Matty. Uh, but no, seriously, well done, Matty, uh, last night. I think everybody appreciated yes. what you did last night, putting that on. And it's very much your event. I think you own it. Yeah. And you do such a great job. Um, and there were 61 people. So what we thought we'd do today is, uh, on today's episode, we are going to give some shout-outs to everybody who ran Every last night. We are going to go through all 61 names in a moment. And then we're going to introduce you to, well, the main, the main interview today is with Paul Downey, uh, who went to New York, so we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then introduce you to, to Paul's meeting that happened to me probably about five or six weeks ago now. Um, so I hope you enjoy uh, the New York chat, and then we'll probably finish up after that. Okay, so uh, the handicap last night... We've just said that there were 61 people there. Do you want to start shouting out everybody start. on the list? Because we all deserve a mention. Well, they all yeah. deserve a mention. So you go first. Yeah. Nicola Matthews, 25 minutes, 45. Anne-Marie Shield, 31 minutes, 45. Sam Mills, 27 minutes, 42. Leslie Bennett, 30 minutes. Flat, that is, that is mm. an achievement. Mm. Um, Viv Ferrier, 31, 33. David Levison, 2021. 20, Welcome back, David. Anne Rennick. 28.37, Andrea Taylor, 28.38, Mark Carpenter, 22.13, Kate Kahn, 22.51, Nicola Balfour, 28.59, Sarah Levison, 25.59, Duncan Falconer, 20.47, Guy Mills, 21.06, Abby Durrani, 
Alex Walker, 2024, Stephen Spar, 2046, Esme Stevenson, 2417, Lorna Ward, 2318, Adam Brown, 2249, Elliot Ward, 2205, Martin Hellesey, 1706. That's that must be a mistake, yes. surely. It's I think it's 2706 for Martin. <laughs> Richard Lowe, 2408. Mark Warwick, 2009. Beth Wilson, 2442. Theo Fury, 2615. Heidi Finley, 2316. Alan Reed, 2248. Matt Turnbull, 1919. Paul O'Neill, 1821. David Heron, 2323. Ooh, that's, that's a nice one as well. Mm. Emma Turnbull, 2308. Paul Doney, 2209. And Chris Kenyon, 1943. So just some points that I thinking about as you were reading those out was uh, Nicola Matthews actually kind of won it, I think, because it's a handicap. Oh, so yeah. This is, this is in the order in which they kind of finished. Not, it's not on times, is it? Yeah. It's, it's where they finished. So Nicola kind of won it. Um, some just some great times, aren't there? Some great times by everybody. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if, if anybody has watched the flybys that um, David Levison. Yes, I saw that today. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, you yeah. can watch it live in action, yeah. which is probably a bit more interactive than hearing us shout out the numbers. Yeah, yeah. That's worth a watch. Um, it is. Okay, so the next batch um, is <coughs> David Johnston at 24.29, Mark Cowell at 21.16, Matthew Levison, 18.47, Tina Kelly, 29.03, Beverly Spark, 24.08, James Leeper, 18.25, Miv Cheval at 21.41, Roland Brown, 19.12, Arson Spark, 26.45, Dave Legg, 23.16, Fiona Nicholson, 23.35, Danny Wincup, 24.08. Ray Smedley, 21.10. Elaine Stroud, 23.30. Mick Meany. Do you think he was going on his electric bike? He might have been. On his little scooter thing? Because he did 21.37. I think he's <laughs> gone on his little electric scooter. You know, we were talking about that, weren't we? Neil D Mark Turnbull, 18.41. Neil Douglas, 25.57. Anna Tweddle, 25.42. Lynn Ward, 29.17, Tony Vick, 24.07. Isn't this great to see yeah. so many people doing this? Susan Durrani, um, sorry, did I say you Kirsten Meany, 28.07, Susan Durrani, 31.06, Andy Hutchinson, 22.39, Chris May, 25.04, oh, this is a good one, Paul Crooks, 28, dead. Mm, I, like I like that. Oh, this is a good one as well, Fiona McCargill, 33.33. <laughs> That's her age, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Helen O'Neill, 29.04, and Neil Ward, 23.34. So, well done, is. everybody, for taking part. And I'm I sure they all had a great time. There. I didn't see many photos, if not any. I saw a couple in the oh, pub okay. afterwards. <laughs> I didn't see those, but well done, everyone. Well done, Matty. Well done, all the helpers. So, yes. I know uh, Sue, John McCargill, obviously Matty gave up actually running that night so yeah. special mention again um, so it's a great success that it's getting it's getting bigger as the club's getting bigger but more people are finding it fun I think uh, to have a go at it so so well done um, 
Okay, New York Marathon. Yeah. Do you ever fancy that? I do fancy it. Um, probably not next year because I'm doing Berlin, but yeah. I really do fancy it at some point. I don't think my body could take two marathons in a year. No, I'm it, it complained last time. <laughs> last time I did that, it took me four years to get over it or three years to get over it. If you're interested in the New York Marathon, then, then you need to get switched on to it now because um, visit the website, which is tcsnycmarathon.org because uh, the ballot opens in January so you never know put your name in yeah that would be a good New Year's resolution for somebody yeah if you, haven't, if you fancy a trip to New York and if you're inspired by what's coming up um, and Paul um, what a great time he had then um, give it some thought over Christmas and uh, and maybe take a look at the website and get clued up about what you have to do because there is a a general ballot but then after it's quite hard to get into um, if you don't get in the ballot and a lot of most people don't um, but you can still do it and Paul explains how how that entry process works in his interview coming up so we'll, oh, we'll hand really over helpful. I'd like to hear about yeah. that well let's hand over to Paul then and uh, our recording and we'll catch up uh, afterwards Okay, well, hi everyone. Um, sat here uh, in my dining room with Paul Downey. Hello, Paul. Hi. Paul. How, you do- how, how you doing? I'm fine, thanks. I'm, I'm just drinking a lovely cup of tea made by yourself. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we're feeling. Well, I don't know if you're feeling guilty, but we haven't done any running this morning, have we? It's Saturday morning, and I've not done part run because I've got a bad back. And why haven't you done part run? Well, I'm, I'd like to think I'm quite famous for not doing park <laughs> runs because um, I'm, I'm old and I, and I like me lying on a Saturday morning. Um, so that's my reason. I, I was just saying before as well that I've, I've only done eight park runs, so <laughs> I need to get into double figures. But I don't want any encouragement, thanks. <laughs> yeah, just such a lightweight you. <laughs> right, yeah. so we're, we're here to talk about um, New York. New York, New York, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. What, what a fantastic experience. So... Um, We've got some clips to play, and we're really keen to hear about how you got on. Because, by all accounts, from what we saw on Facebook, it was it was a fantastic day. So, let's talk about first of all how you how how did you how do you enter New York first of all as a as a, as a marathon? So you uh, you do the obvious in, in cheap route first of all. You you, you try to get through the ballot. Um, this is the the second time I've I've tried to get through the the general ballot um, using the the TCS New York Marathon website. Um, and failed, which was a shame. Uh, so that that comes out in January time, um, and you normally find out late February, early March. Right. So if anybody out there wants to have a go at this, they really need to get onto the New York Marathon website. Sort yeah. of been watching that now and in January because the deadline will be for entries will be in January. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've you've got to do the usual registration. You've you've got to pay uh, or, or put put a, a credit card uh, payment through as well. Yeah. Uh, which I, I need to warn people about. I don't want to dwell on this too much, um, but I found an email in my junk folder when the uh, results were being announced to say that uh, they were trying to take a payment off my card. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know whether I were getting through on the ballot, and because that had failed, um, I then didn't get through the ballot. Um, but ju- but just, just a little warning, just for people to keep an eye out on their junk folders. Uh, whilst whilst I, I was getting emails from them, um, in the inbox, there was there was other emails going through into the junk folder. They, they seem to use different sending addresses. Right. So you've got to watch your junk folders. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, 
You didn't get into the ballot though. So thanks for reminding yeah. us again. Yeah, I didn't get into the ballot second time. It's like Chris Kenyon, isn't it? It's on like the, Chris on, a Ken- on a London marathon, <laughs> yeah. And I'd, but I wasn't going to go into double figures. <laughs> so I just thought, right, two is enough. Plus, um, I know people might find it really hard to believe, but I, but I was 50 this year. And That's right, time's getting on, isn't time's it? Time's getting on, yeah. <laughs> I haven't got much years left in his uh, running-wise anyway, hopefully. Um, so I, uh, I, I thought I'm going to treat myself. Um, I ignore what um, my wife's saying. Money, John, um, and um, and and this has always been a, a big bucket list thing for me. Uh, went to New York six years ago, just as a as a tourist with the family, probably around the time where I just started to run. I hadn't even done a marathon yet, and absolutely loved it. And it's always been a dream to do the the New York marathon. Um, so thought, right, let let's go for this. And obviously didn't get through the ballot, and uh, looked at the the other options. One of them is you you sign up with a, a charity. Uh, and do it, uh, or the other the other other route is you you buy your way in. So there's two companies that you can buy your way into the New York Marathon from the UK. One is called Two O Nine Events, and the other one is Tours International. I decided to go with Two O Nine Events because I, I knew Elliot Ward had had used them before, and and he had good things to say about them. Both offer the same sort of packages. Both are the same price, so it's not, so it's not like one is cheaper than the other. Um, the ticket you have to you have to buy, and you have to buy a, a minimum of three nights accommodation with the company as well. So it's not just simply buying a ticket. They they'll do anything uh, as well in terms of they can do your flights for you if you want. We opted not to do that uh, because we we were going to make a, a bit of a holiday out of it. Um, at first. Suzanne, my wife, had said, oh, I'll just go by yourself. So then 24 hours later, she changed her mind. So it became a bit more of an expensive affair. Uh, and so it's like, well, let's just make a holiday out of it um, and, and make the stay in New York longer. So we actually arrived um, on the Wednesday, um, whereas the tour company we could have gone, uh, arrived on, on the Friday. So we had a couple of days more in New, in New York and then, then we travelled down south for a, for a week in, in the States. Right, so the tour company arranged the hotel and they get you a ticket into the race, a yeah. guaranteed ticket into the race. Yeah, they and then also transport you to the start village as well on, on the morning itself. Yeah. Um, they also had little talks if you wanted to and organised little runs, um, but I, I didn't really want to do any of that. I thought they may have organised uh, a, a trip to the expo um, but they didn't but that was fine because it was fairly easy to get to anyway um, but but I did I, I was I was impressed with 209 events um, you know that the hotel we stayed in uh, was right next to Central Park which is wh- where the finish line was and um, so the, the the location of the hotel was 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 ideal okay good stuff um so once I paid for it, <laughs> Ouch. Um, it was then uh, it was then just getting ready for the for the big day really, and yeah. um, you know I, I really enjoyed the training. Miv, Miv and I did did the majority of the long runs together, which was really nice. Um, so yeah, I remember seeing you on a few Sunday runs. Yeah, um, the last couple of months building up to it. Yeah, so so obviously Miv and Elliot had had decided to to do New York as well, and. Um, a typical men who didn't communicate with each other, so they went with the other tour company, Tours International, uh, which was fine. And, and, and we met up, and um, but yeah, the, the majority of the training was uh, 
was was over a 16 week period I did. And did, did, it, did it go well the training? Were you it in did yeah. No no I was I was fine thanks. Um, I didn't I didn't have any injuries. Uh, I didn't really whinge that much either which is quite unique for me. Um, when, I, when it was time for a long run um, people might disagree especially my wife but um, I think this is because it was the first time I've done a, a marathon in the autumn. The ones I've done in the past have been springtime so I've had to train through the winter and, uh, and in the summertime, I'll whinge about the heat, and in the wintertime, I'll whinge about the cold. So, mm. um, so it was it was quite different for for me, and I, and I really enjoyed training with with Maven doing the long runs. Okay, so you're quite confident going out there, yeah, of enjoying it, but also putting in something respectable. Respectable, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't want to go do a PB uh, because I'm old, and I don't think I could do one. But I'd also heard it wasn't a PB course as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was quite a few inclines on it. Uh, which I'll talk about later. Okay, well, this is probably a good place to segment in your um, trip to New York, and we've got a couple of clips of you getting to the airport and uh, arriving at the expo. Super. Land to New York for any guests who may need extra time to board. Our guests traveling with England, please come forward now to the gates at gate 406. Hi, it's Paul here. I'm at Dublin Airport. Just had a nice pint of Guinness. And I've now been called to get onto the plane to go to New York so that I can do the New York Marathon. So the three of us are at the expo now. We've got our numbers. Excited. How are you feeling, Elliot? I'm feeling good. I mean, it's been a a long day. Um, We've travelled from Edinburgh this morning, arrived at the hotel about uh, a couple of hours ago, and uh, thought we'd come straight along to the expo, which is just really exciting to be here. Um, So we just picked up our numbers, and uh, we're just entering the expo now, got our T-shirts, and it's just, uh, it's really exciting. There's just loads of people around, and everybody looking extremely fit, um, apart from me, but on... trying to stay positive and uh, just yeah looking forward to it all so good to be here excellent yes right i think we're better going to stop me from buying the whole uh, clothesline here elliot off he goes see you later so we're still at the expo we've spent a little bit of money we may have spent the most and now we are going through all of the stands trying to get as much of the free samples as possible just to justify our big spends here um, expo. How was the expo? Yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, once you've done one marathon, you, you then start to compare other marathons uh, with it. So it was great. I didn't think it was good as the the London one. I, I didn't feel it had as much activities there and, and visual things. There was there was the usual lots of clothes that you can buy, you know, accessories, uh, you know, shoes, shoes, etc. But one of the one of the things I'll, I'll remember about it is uh, the major marathons that all six of them from from Abbott, I think it's called. Uh, I just saw that this medal you can get when you've done all six of the majors, and it was absolutely incredible. Uh, which made us start to think: Ooh, Should I start to do all six now? Should I start to save me pennies? But um, but yeah, that looked incredible. Yeah. And um, but it was it was exciting getting your numbers. So the three of us went, Miv and Elliot, uh, were picked up our numbers. We took photographs of us all together individually. Uh, lots of uh, boards in the background that you can get your photographs taken against. Uh, we went on the on the Friday evening, so it was it was a little bit quieter, which is which is good in one sense, but there was still a good buzz around it. Um, so no, it was it was brilliant. And did you buy anything when you were there? Um, I, I I splashed out um, 
thirty dollars on a on a on a really nice uh, bobbled hat, uh, which says finisher on, uh, and Elliot did as well. Um, Miv Miv kind of went a little little bit further and bought this really nice jacket. Uh, I'll not tell the price just in case his wife's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want any divorce uh, being kicked off this weekend. Do we? It is tempting though, isn't it, to kind of look at all the shoes and the shirts and think, yeah, but. Expensive, isn't it? Though? Yeah, it is yeah. very expensive. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so that was Expo on the Friday night. On the it? Friday night, yeah. yeah. And then Saturday morning. Saturday morning, we then uh, the three of us arranged to meet, uh, and we went to Central Park for a, for a little run. Oh, nice! And uh, so we just did it at three miles, uh, which was interesting because we were all aching and groaning about uh-huh. some ailment, which then made us wonder how on earth we were going to cope the next day. Uh, but it was. It wasn't the nicest of days. It was it was a bit wet, uh, a bit grey. Um, the ground was a little bit slippy with all the leaves, um, but it was still it was still beautiful to to run through the park. Um, and then we went to where we were going to finish the next day. Um, there'd been a I think it was a five k race on, so so we saw the athletes coming in from that, which was exciting. So there must have been a lot of people buzzing around then. There in, was in the park, yeah, you know, especially with the dogs. <laughs> right, okay, but no, it was uh, it, w- it was a really nice vibe there. Um, one of one of my friends from work had had been in New York uh, about ten days prior, and I'd taken a picture of them setting up the the, the finish line in the in Central Park there. She's a runner, so she was getting excited for us as well. So I think there's been a buzz around New York for for a good good while. It's good, isn't it? That, that day or two before the race when you are milling around and you can see them putting all the gantries up and yeah. all the signs up and you think yeah I'm going to be a part of this in a day or two it's quite fun isn't it's, it? It's fun you know, it's a then, big event that you're going to be part of definitely but then there's a slight twitch of nerves as well but but no definitely yeah. is, it is really exciting yeah. and, you, and you want to tell people I'm going to be running this tomorrow but obviously you don't yeah, because <laughs> you don't always think that's the reality. You know, you don't. Am I really going to be running this? Yeah, I am. You know, it's kind of it's exciting on the big events. Are fun, aren't they? I Definitely. Think, yeah. So then, once we'd finished in the park, um, mm. Elliot had uh, told us about this place for breakfast. So we had a, a typical American-style breakfast, pancakes and right. hash browns, which was absolutely incredible. Car- carbohydrate loading. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then we went off and, and did our own thing, um, and then we met up later that night um, uh, for pizza and pasta. In this cool. fantastic restaurant next to Times Square as well, so so that was pretty cool. Right. Okay. So that's Saturday. Tank. Did you sleep well on Saturday night? Uh, Were I you did. Nervous? I did. No, I was fine. I was. In fact, I'd already decided by the, the sort of the Thursday evening uh, that I, I wasn't going to push for a time. I was just going to enjoy it and enjoy the sights and the sounds. Yeah. Um, so no, I was absolutely fine. And the plus point was that we got an extra hour in bed because the clocks went back. Oh, that's right. Uh, that yeah. weekend in, in, in the States, so that was brilliant. Okay. So slept well. And then, um, like I said before, the tour company had organized buses. Um, so it was a 6.30 uh, get on the bus uh, right outside the hotel door for me. Um, which which was brilliant. Uh, so there was there was two busloads of people. We had a really nice laugh on the on the on the coaches. I'd, I'd met this guy in the lobby. He sat next to us. We, we had a really really good night there. Um, were there many then from the tour company? There was a like, couple of busloads. So a couple of there was a, just 50 over or the, sixty people. There, no, it was just over a hundred from, oh, okay. from the two or nine events. Right. Um, I don't know how many were, were on the others with with Miv and Elliot. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was it was a really good buzz. The only wee issue was the the race for me that started at ten to ten, and obviously it was a six thirty start, which was a lot better than what I'd heard previously. I'd right. heard 
you know, horror stories of having to get up at half four or, or, or what have you in the morning. But it was a six eighty start, so so what's that? Just under the, the over the three hours sort yeah. of gap. Um, I obviously wanted breakfast. Um, I, I, I inquired at the hotel, and and I, I decided not to. But the guy that I got the bus with, he he just uh, was in shock at the most expensive porridge he'd, he'd ever bought. It was forty dollars for a wow. for porridge. Um, so luckily, I, I had something to take with me. Very good. So you got some breakfast down here then. Breakfast you down. You need something, don't you? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the main. Uh, questions from runners on the day yeah. well, what about breakfast but um, like I said they, they took us to the start village uh, we had to go through security we got to the start village about an hour and a half uh, on the bus and uh, we had to uh, we had to go through security we had to put our bags through x-rays etc um, and then there's three zones to the start village um, orange green and blue and uh, you're obviously allocated which zone you're in uh, when you when you pick up your number, and then there are four waves, uh, starting waves. So the first wave was at ten to ten, and then the next wave was at quarter past ten, uh, and then I can't remember what other times the other two were. But obviously, this this fifty five thousand runners starting, so that so they need to stagger it all. And there was um, I was in corral F, not pen, but corral. Um, so yeah, it was it was hang around in the orange zone for me uh, with with uh, with Richard, the guy that I met on the bus. Uh, they, they put on Dunkin' Donut bagels, and there was free coffee and water and Gatorade and energy bars. And apparently there was one thousand seven hundred toilets there as well, and it looked like it as well. But guess what? There were still lots of queues outside. You know what they call them over there, don't you? No. Porter pots. Oh, do they? Yeah. Porter pots. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shall we play a clip of you uh, on race day then in the corral, yeah. getting ready to start? Because it's quite exciting. So I'm finally in the corral, or pen as we call them in England. It's a bit nippy. Uh, I've got my coat on still, and I've still got my foil here just in case. Uh, there's lots of foreign languages to be heard, but it all looks a bit subdued at the minute. Helicopters flying over by, lots of Dunkin' Donut hats being worn because we're giving them out with coffee, those bagels, those energy drinks, the whole shebang. I've never seen so many toilets as well, which are getting well used. Clothing starting to be discarded a little bit. You can see a pace time for 3.30 up ahead, so I need to kind of just forget that. And we're moving forward, so something's happening. But like I said, we've still got 40 minutes to go. We've probably been here about two hours now. We've got the bus at, outside the hotel at half six. And it's ten past nine. So yeah, just probably the worst bit now, just waiting for it to start. Just want some music blasting. Just want to start. Arrgh. Welcome a Staten Island native, Marissa Corvo. Gotta remove my hat for the anthem.
30 minutes from the start and I'm so excited. I've met lots of lovely people from all over the world. The sun is shining, there's coolness to the air, the conditions are fantastic. Alright, so the, the the start sounds really exciting, Paul. What how 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 did the race go for you? Um, um describe the, the route and how it went. Well the start was, was incredible. Um you start off at Staten Island and you and you cross Staten, Staten Island Bridge straight away. And the the big thing that I I do think we're so lucky weather wise, so it had rained and it'd been a bit of a greedy on the Saturday. And it was an absolutely bright blue sky on the on the Sunday, a bit of a chill in the air, perfect runner conditions. So once you started across Staten Island Bridge, there was a, a, a boat underneath the bridge um, thrown out water, the fire hydrants, which was pretty spectacular. And then you looked up across across the, the river and the harbour and the view of the Manhattan skyline was something I'll never ever forget. Mm. Um, it's the one little regret I've got actually not taking a photograph of it, but it's, it's planted in my head. Um, so, so you had a bit of an incline to start off with, and then then you had a nice decline, and then then you entered into to Brooklyn, and and you just worked your way through the streets. The pe pacing wise, you didn't you didn't go off too fast? Oh, or? Of course I did. <laughs> and in fact, I suddenly remembered. I can't believe I'd forgotten this this golden rule: don't start off too fast. Um, but it's just so difficult not to because you get swept along with all the other runners, and it was pretty congested at some points. Um, especially, uh, I think it was around the, the, the th in between mile three and four, where where other runners from the other coloured zones then started to join you, and and it, it really did become congested at, at some points. And like I said, you just get swept along with it. So I just kept on looking at my watch and thinking, ah, oh, let's let's just let's just rock and roll with this. Um, I want to enjoy it. Well, let's try and break the back of this. Um, and then we can walk later on. Yeah. Can speak. Okay. So the the crowds, you know, obviously there was a bridge at the start, which was about two miles long, and then the crowds just started from from that point, um, and they were just incredible. The weather and the crowds and the scenes and sights just made this whole marathon so special for me. And they never they never stopped cheering. The it was just immense. Pretty much all the way around the route, the crowds were like the best you've seen, would yeah, you say, on the marathon? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but you know how loud Americans can be compared to just British people. Um, it, they were just super loud. In fact, when I got to the 17 mile mark, it was had always been my intention to put uh, earphones in just because it was a four mile stretch of one long road, Fifth Avenue. and. At that point, I had the music on full blast, and I still couldn't hear it at some points because the crowds were so loud. But they were so supportive. There must have been about six, seven deep in some places. Wow. Um, there was one point um, when you cross the Queensboro Bridge at the 15, 16 mile mark, and th th there's no no crowds on the bridge. But when you when you come down from the bridge into the into the uh, into Manhattan, the it's just immense. The, the you can just hear the, the noise levels rising, and then you just hit with all these crowds. It's it's incredible. And does that does that did that really help mo oh, keep you motivated? Totally, you, yeah. For, yeah. For example, when you when you're crossing the Queensborough Bridge, the, which was a killer for me, because it, it had such an incline on it, and there's no crowds there that. You, 
you kind back of back on your own again aren't yeah you? that's right yeah and mm. then you're starting to focus on on your running and looking at other runners rather than being just the, the whole distraction of the crowds and it's not just the noise it's the different signs and and, and um support messages they have uh, you know you, you see the usual ones you know tap here for power uh, etc but but there was just so many funny ones they were so funny i've forgotten most of them but that's probably an age thing but i'll never forget <laughs> running to queens and there was a girl on the corner and she just had the sign saying run like you've just stole something and i just <laughs> thought that was so funny um so yeah the, the whole crowd thing kept you going but obviously the sights as well um so we ran through brooklyn um, the halfway mile, the halfway stage at the marathon, I have to say, was a killer as well because it was it was across a bridge and literally the halfway point was at the peak of this, what seemed like a very steep bridge. If I looked at it now, I'd probably be thinking, what on earth are you talking about? But um, but it, that that was hard. So there was about five or six bridges to cross. Um, the final one was around the 21 mile mark um, when you would just, so I'd ran through Brooklyn, we'd ran through Queens, we'd gone through the Bronx a little bit and the last bridge, again, there was this guy on the bridge with this sign saying, this is the last damn bridge, which which I thought was amusing. Yeah. So then we um, we we entered the, the 21 mile mark stage and it was it was at Manhattan. Obviously you've got five miles left. Uh, it seems like only five miles, but actually this is where the pain really starts. Mm. Um, and it's and it's a nice run um, along Fifth Avenue for about two miles, and then you see the incline. <laughs> and at this point, I decided I'm I'm here to enjoy this, so I'm just going to walk a little bit and just soak up the crowds. This is quite a famous incline actually on this on this route, isn't it? So um, famous that they all I've talk never heard about. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, until I mentioned it to yeah. you. Yeah, right, I heard of other inclines like the the bridges. Um, Did you not do your research about this? And of course, I didn't. Oh. No, <laughs> I just looked at the medal. What it was looking like <laughs> I'm doing the research and I'm even going to do it so. <laughs> but no they, that 23 or 22 23 24 mile you know there's a, a killer mile isn't there apparently yeah so, right, all you yeah. well because because it's an incline all you just see is the sea of runners running up and you think oh I'm in pain here yeah. I'm just I'm just going to take these but the, the, you, you can now see Central Park Central Park's on your right hand side and obviously that time of year November with this bright blue sky the colours were just absolutely gorgeous of the trees etc mm -hmm. so so yeah I just thought I'm going to soak this all up enjoy the noise of the crowds that had cowbells everything was going um, got over this incline eventually and then uh, then you actually entered Central Park at the 24 mile mark and, and that's a really beautiful part of the of the city and it's a decline as well, which is great. Nice. So you enjoy all of that. I'd already seen Suzanne, uh, who was about the 16 mile mark, and, and she was next going to be at the 25 mile mark. Um, but I was so focused as an as, a, as an athlete um, on crossing the finish line that I, that I didn't really see her. But um, no, you got to keep concentrating and job in hand here, Paul. Totally, totally. Yeah. There's time um, for that later. Isn't exactly. There? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So then. Um, so then you pass the 25 mile mark and then you are obviously got one mile left and hey, guess what? Another incline at the end, um, which wasn't welcome, uh, but we did it. And then you are running it right at the bottom of Central Park at, at this point. You have actually come out of the park uh, and run alongside it. And then you dip inside the park again for the last 800 meters. 
and the crowds again are just absolutely immense. We've got a clip of you coming into the finish. So, I'm now in the finish zone, absolutely knackered. But, very happy with my time. Oh, God. Everybody was so nice. I'm trying to get some Gatorade downers because I don't feel great, but I'll pull around. So now I've got a nice walk with a nice little poncho around us. Probably about a mile and a half back to the hotel, which hopefully I'll be able to pull around. Good job, guys. Once over the finish line, the usual proceedings occur. You get your medal, which is amazing. You then get your photograph taken. And then you get a foil in a bag with goodies in. However, the goodies were awful. Pretzels, Gatorade, water, or some protein drink, which was disgusting. Vanilla. I hate vanilla. So I was a bit disappointed about the goodie bag, but never mind. I'd finished. I had my medal. I just had the nice walk home. You had two choices. You could either do a bag drop or you could just walk out after receiving a poncho. The tour company had already decided for us, which was very nice of them in hindsight, just to do poncho. And so we got this fantastic poncho, which first thoughts were I can use for cross country to keep us nice and warm and dry. I just need to do cross country. So then I picked up Poncho and had about a mile and a half to walk. If I did bag drop, I probably had about another mile on top of that to walk. Um, and given that I just ran 26.2 miles, uh, I didn't really feel like it. The hotel we stayed in with 209 events was right next to the to Central Park. So that made getting back to the hotel easier but i have to say it was very very congested and the tour companies were advising that you actually met relatives and friends back at your hotel rather than meeting points and i think that was actually a really good idea london in comparison was just so easy to get around and to meet people but new york was pretty chaotic at the end but absolutely fantastic so you sounded pretty pleased to be at the end there. How did you feel when you got over the line? How, how relieved were you? Uh, I was, oddly enough, I wasn't as emotional as I thought I was going to be. Um, but I, I was really pleased uh, with the time. I'm really pleased with how excellent the crowds have been. And obviously, the, and it had lived up to all the expectations, but more. And I think the, the more element is is the fact that it was such a, a truly international marathon. I met so many people um, from all around the world. I saw people running with different countries on their backs, the, where they were from. Um, the the crowds, the, the signs they had were in so many different languages. Obviously, New York is a, a multicultural city, but this this race, I just felt the whole world was was running. Yeah, was just, so many different languages. Yeah, and it made you so proud to be a runner. But I think also the supporters were, were so proud of, of, of everything and I think the whole city was proud, it was amazing. I think sometimes with these big events, you, you and there are people from all over the world and all different nationalities, you kind of, 
restores your faith in human beings, totally. doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? If Absolutely. you know what I mean, without yeah. getting too soppy about it, no, you know, no, because you're right, you're um, right. there's a lot of uh, trouble in the world. But sometimes when you get involved and everyone's positive, aren't they, in a race? Yeah, and supportive. Um, you just think all is good for the world, really. You That's know, right. don't no. you? For a while, anyway. Completely agree. Yeah. And obviously, you know that that buzz is still continuing for me. One every three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks tomorrow, I'm still buzzing. Yeah, I can uh, tell. I mean, I'm getting the buzz just from talking to you. <laughs> and I've got, you know, haven't done it, but um, if anybody's on tell. antidepressants, I would advise you to run the New York Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's a bit I, extreme. I know, I know. However, I do think the big thing, like I said before, was the weather. If it had been raining or been greedy, I don't think there would have been any crowds, as much crowd out, and and certainly for me that 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 was just in, showed off the city in its in its best light. Yeah, yeah. You you actually got spotted as well, didn't you? I did. Yes. Tell so us about that. It was about uh, the twenty five mile mark, mm. and this lady overtook us. I must have had. Uh, I, th- I was in, in starting to get a lot of pain then, and um, and she said, "You're from Pontina Runners, aren't you?" And she hadn't even seen the front yet. She just recognised the vest that I had on, and yeah she used to run for the club a few years ago um, she now lives in Amsterdam yeah uh, I think she was called Eva yeah uh, but you did say hello to everybody and especially to Sue as well so so that was that was quite good I mean what are the what are the chances of that from the back where well where the vest has no and well have you both running that marathon uh-huh. and, um, and, 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 and passing at, at that, that point, point yeah you know, exactly the, the odds must be phenomenal exactly um, but you also got a shout out from the American tourists as well, so let's listen to, uh, let's listen to your account. Just, just say whatever you want. No. Yeah. Oh my god, are you from Pontylin? Yes, I oh am. Oh my god, you came to New York City? I did, awesome. yeah. Awesome, how'd you do today? I loved it, thank you very much. How did you do? I did okay, you look fabulous. And so do you as thank well. You. Thank you for, for saying that. <laughs> So that's great, Paul. Thank, thanks so much for sharing um, your, your your story. But it doesn't finish there, does it? Because you you actually got yourself in the paper, didn't you? Yeah, not just myself, but everybody who finished the marathon under five hours actually got themselves in the New York Times the next day. Uh, so there was a, an additional supplement to the paper, uh, all about the marathon. And okay, you've got to have magnifying glasses, but <laughs> but my name and Elliot's name and Niv's name are in the New York Times. And that's for running and not criminal activities or anything <laughs> <Yes>. else. <laughs> okay, cheers, Paul. So, Paul, just before we go, have you got time to help me out with a bit of a gear review? Because Laura's, like, she's not around this weekend. She's busy. It would be my pleasure. Yeah, because uh, you've probably gathered from the previous episodes that Less KMS, yeah. uh, a local startup yeah. sports company, uh, they've been back in touch and they've given me another piece of equipment to review. And... I actually think it's a really good piece of equipment. It's to do with, it, it might appeal to the triathletes in the club because it's about um, swimming. You know when you're in the pool, right, and you're in the deep end, right, mm-hmm. and you're looking down the lane, aren't you, oh, yeah. to the other end, yeah. in the shallow end, right, yeah. and it seems a long way, it is a long it's way, a it's 25 metres, right. So you get off, right, and you go, right, I'm going to give this some, don't you? And you start flying, your arms are going around like clappers, right, and before you know it, you, you're on the, you're touching the sidewall, uh, yeah. or or you're getting tangled in the in the lane yeah. rope thing, yeah. and you get all tangled up, yeah. or even worse, you crash into people. Yeah. So this this thing that they've sent me, less KMS, it helps you swim in a straight line. Excellent. So it's going to solve that problem, right? So the way it works is right. It's got these um, sensors, right? You really need to wear a swimming cap, right? And then these sensors, they they go around the the edge. 
ah, of right. the swimming cap. Okay. Right? It's GPS. Is it? Yeah. It uses GPS sensors, right? Accelerometers, gyroscopes, all that. It's all inbuilt. Uh -huh. And what it does is it detects how you're swimming and whether you're swimming in a straight line or not. Right. And then it's got these, you know, these earbuds. They like go on the on your temple. They're like out out of ear. Have you seen these? Yeah. Out of ear earbuds. Yeah. And they make the bones in your head vibrate, vibrate so yeah. you can hear without yeah. putting stuff in your ears. So they're attached into the hat. Correct. Right. Right. And they're pressed onto your. This is why you really need to wear a hat. Right. Right. I don't know if it would work without a hat, Paul. That probably wouldn't. So, what you do is you put these on, right. right? And then, because what happens is they know whether you're swinging a straight line or not, and they can they can talk to you there's instructions coming back while you're swimming that says you need to go to the left a bit or you need to go to the right a bit so you're keeping a straight line incredible so it works now the thing about this Paul is you know how they differentiate products don't they these manufacturers so they give you like a baseline one don't they yeah and then they give you like a higher end model that they're yeah. trying to upgrade you to so the higher end model works outside so if you're swimming they're not puzzle Paul <laughs> I don't swim, so... Exactly. No, no, Who would right. want to swim outside? Yeah, he wants to swim. <laughs> Triathletes, they open water swimming. Right. Do you see what I mean? Uh, so yes. when the girls and the guys go up to Sweethoff, Loft, wherever yeah. it is they go, yeah. right, they can take this with them, and then when they're swimming outdoors right. in so the open water, they can use this gadget to help them swim in, in a straight, straight line. line. Wow. It's very clever. I'll tell you where it's good, Paul. It's going to reduce your times, isn't it? Because... It is. If you're swimming in a wavy line going all... Well, it's like running a marathon, isn't it? You go to the race line, don't exactly. you? Exactly. And it's like how the Romans built their roads as well. Exactly. <laughs> so what you do is, when you're swimming open water, all you have to do is stand at the start and then look at where you're going uh -huh. and go for it. And this gadget will help you get there in a straight line. Wow. So it's out there. It's, it's out in time for Christmas. So it's not. It's a bit more, a bit pricey. Oh, it could be a main present. Yeah, it's a main present really for a somebody. Main one, isn't yeah, it, it like is not really. A, not an under the Christmas tree or it's, a stocking filler. It's not something. a stocking filler. No, okay. no, it's not a stocking filler. Yeah, we've got the socks for those, haven't we? We have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the this is a bit of a main present. It's, it's about over a hundred pounds. Wow. Yeah. Um, but you want to get your hands on one, if, guys. If, and uh, if you're keen on swimming in a straight line, and and you want to use some good times on your triathlon or, or in the pool. Remember. Helps in the pool. Helps in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Um, give it a go. Thanks, guys. So that was great. You're still tempted? Yes, even more <laughs> so now. The crowds just sound amazing, don't they? I've they heard do. this a lot reading about this marathon and hearing other people do it. I think it's the crowds that are just like fantastic yeah. all well, the way around. Actual chills going yeah. around. It must be amazing. Yeah. I really want to do it. Like all the way around? Because, you know, we were talking about the runners high the other day. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day about how you, t you need to kind of try and capture that. Yeah. But if you get a lot of good crowd support, that, that feeling of the hair, you know, when your hair's on the back of your neck's down on and you get motivated, don't you? And you get that yeah. kind of high. You can get that from the crowd, can't you? Oh, absolutely. And with most marathons it, or half marathons, you get it, but not all the way around, mm -hmm. so it kind of like wears off. Yeah. But maybe New York's one of those places where, I don't know, because I've not done a marathon that's as well supported as what um, New York seems to be, but maybe you can be 
on that high, like all the way around, because yeah. you need it, don't you, to get through a mountain? I can certainly say that for London. Like the oh, minute yeah, you turn like... the corner and you're on Tower Bridge, it's like the buzz is amazing. Yeah. And you've just got support all the way along. But that's halfway around, though, isn't it? Tower Bridge, yeah. isn't that halfway around? So what's but the support you, you like? You just have buzz after buzz after buzz because you're hitting like the Cutty Sark and then you're you're by Canary Wharf and you know there's just yeah. so many landmarks but then the support all the way around yeah, yeah, yeah. is amazing yeah so good so maybe that is part of it yeah anyway so uh, if you're interested uh, it's a great story from Paul we'll get into the ballot that's probably your first opportunity and then um, after that it's probably um, a charity place or more likely uh, a tourist place yeah. you know, and go on a package holiday where you're guaranteed a place but you know a bit more expensive but hey once in a lifetime once in a lifetime so Matty has just popped in hi Matty hi hi guys <laughs> how you doing I'm okay I'm very tired but good good to go yeah I feel like I did run the Christmas handicap last night, but I was, uh, I think I was expending so much energy in trying to get it sorted and make sure it went smoothly, really. And did it? Yes, I think it did, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, two little hiccups, and that was uh, Chris May and Tony Vick, but uh, they gallantly went off with some... Did they get lost? No, what happened was they, well, it was partly their fault, I'll, I'll, I'll not take all the blame. They didn't get to me with the times in advance of the race, so uh, I didn't have them on my list, but I did add them to one of the lists on the night and uh, I didn't have it in my possession when I was calling everybody forward. So they missed out on their slot, so they had to go off with about about a minute and a half, two minutes quicker than they should have done right. with the quicker group. And how did the token system work? Worked really well, but yeah. I think because I was on the, on the obviously on the finish line just uh, getting everybody's time as they go past because I've got to sort of press the app on my phone as they go past, so I'm concentrating on making sure I don't miss anybody. But yeah, Rob Charlton was uh, the hander out of tokens and I had John McGargle funneling everybody towards him and then uh, Sue taking um, taking the names then from the clipboards, you know, like as if you were choose the scanner. Yeah. She, so they got the tokens and then went to Sue and so that for me today to get the results out that was so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had everybody's name next to their finishing position. Yeah. And I knew it was right. Apart from there was reports of a few crew jumpers. <laughs> and what were the conditions like last night? Was it all right? Uh, cool, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. great for running. Really, just a bit too dark, which was one of the one of the big things. Not no, no complaints, but what people did say was they'd love to do it in the summer, where they could see properly and really go for it. Because a little bit on Runnymede, which are not treacherous, but you know you don't know what's under your feet for a little while. Yeah. It's quite dark at the top end of Moor Lane. I saw a comment on Facebook about that. Are you planning on doing that? And then in yeah, I spoke to Dave Levinson today about it. Actually, yeah, he's, he's put a few dates towards where we're going to do it. So looks about look towards the middle of June, in between our try and the coast to coast. Well, our, our sprint try is 30th of June. Yeah. So the coast to coast is the week before. Yeah. So, so I being between the there then. I think that's what we talked about. I'll just quickly have a look. Yeah, when's the 19th of provisional day for that? But that's very provisional. Well, we'll look forward to that because I couldn't go because I've got this like hacking yeah, cough. I'm sitting next to two um, <laughs> cry offs here. Yeah. We <laughs> haven't gotten to Laura while Laura wasn't there. Yeah. Yet. Have you already done it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Working. Yeah. You were working, so. I heard it. But Paul Doney was telling me it wasn't uh, all work related. <laughs> he said it was, was definitely. I think she was in the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, <laughs> well, anyway, it's, it's, it's been great. It's been a great success. So well done, Matty, no, uh, for, yeah, for no, putting no. it in. It was probably quite exciting doing it, and you get a lot out of it, don't you, from doing well, it? I love doing it, yeah. yeah. You know, and everyone says, oh, do you not want to run? Do you not want to run? And I sort of think, well, yeah, I do. But this, to be honest, there's quite a bit of pressure on and actually running itself because you're running around the guys that you run with every day, well, every week, at least twice a week. And you know, you're thinking, I'm faster than you. And then sometimes he's faster than you, and you think, oh, she, and then you're thinking, and then on the day you've got to you've got to put it in. So and it was a little thing from when the the last say six seven guys who are the you know you got Martin running seventeen minutes yeah and you got uh, Mark Turnbull James Leeper Paul O'Neill Matthew Leveson uh, Mark Roland. Turnbull yeah they were all you know uh, standing around and I mean literally you could have cut the atmosphere with a knife Paul O'Neill was like dry retching on the and stretching out James Leeper was sort of flexing Mark Turnbull to be fair had a still had a smile on his face as he always does. And Martin didn't feel great, um, but ran 17.06, which is the fastest time around there, which is insane. Um, yeah, and there was just no, nothing was being said, so I tried to crack a few jokes to try and lighten the mood, but it just didn't happen. They weren't having it. And then, yeah, so then when those guys went off, it was it was something to behold, because they were just all going full out. Oh, yeah. James Deeper must have run the first 500 metres in just yeah. ridiculous pace. But then some so of the guys at the end were saying, they went past him, you know, because he just completely burnt out. Yeah. yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm pleased it goes well, and you know, I, yes, I would like to run it again. I might do the summer one, but we'll see. But I also think that I sort of practice how to do it, so and it seems to run smoothly. So, I, yeah. So a regular fixture twice a year sounds yeah. good to me. Know, uh, yeah. Good stuff. Okay, thanks, Matty. Thanks for popping in. No problem. Thanks for doing the race. I've got to go and buy my Christmas turkey. <laughs> well, yeah. it's an important job, so it's down no, to you. Exactly, More yeah. pressure. No, exactly. Okay, cheers, Matty. No problem. Cheers. cheers. Okay, folks, well, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.